fact that we love him he's our good friend but i listened to the game last night i listened to the post game show i listened to bus bucks talk so i'm caught up on everything bucks because i listened to justin garcia's fine work here's the problem he can't even say who the bucks coaches is that it's, right? It's Doc Rivers. Why can't nope. he say that? <laughs> Why can't he say it? I can say it. You can say it. Justin, who is the Bucks head coach? In, uh, right now, it's Joe Prunty. He's the interim head coach of the Bucks. There's a lot of chatter. Nothing's been confirmed. So, as far as I know, Joe Prunty's the coach of the Bucks. No, Doc, can you? No, Doc Rivers is the coach of the Bucks. Uh, CNN Sport reported it. Nice. Can you take a t- take us on a tour of your living quarters? This is the first time uh, you've joined I, us via video. Are those like high end shoe cases behind you? There's a lot of books. Yeah. Glass. He's got Dude, wow. This is awesome. Yeah, that that is nice there. Uh, I there yeah. See if I can move the camera a bit. This is really fun for the audience that's just listening. But it yes, is. Uh, yes. We're a video. Dude, we're a TV wait, show now. Did how no many shoes you? do you have in that shoe collection? That is. That's a good looking uh, collection. Uh, that's only about 40, 40 or fifty of them. Looks like, like you're. A, it's uh, like a Foot Locker. If you had a referee jersey on, I'd think you'd be selling shoes. <laughs> 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 next week. Hey, you're going to join us next week. You're going to have your referee jersey on. Yeah. What's the what's your best pair? What's your favorite pair in that collection? Great question. Oh, my favorite pair is an easy one here. I'll I'll even grab them, but it's the uh it's the Kobe Grinches, which I received as oh, yeah. a gift from the team after they won the championship. And these were my favorite shoes to begin with, I had long coveted them, but they're quite expensive. So those are, without question, my favorite, and I wear them maybe two or three times a year. Uh, you take the shoes out of the case and still wear them, and then do you clean them back up and put them in every time? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Good luck. All right. Tell us what the hell's going on. Why did they get rid of old boy? And I know you can't say what's happening, but two reasons. I asked JG. Why did old boy get fired? What are those two reasons? Um, expectations were sky high, and in terms of their record, they were fine, but the metrics they were not meeting there. Um, I think there was enough questions about not only a first-year coach in the playoffs, but some of those things specific. He had serious concerns about of, of what is this going to look like against better competition because the Bucks had played – the softest schedule in the league up until last night. Um, so I think that was the big one. And just the fact that you were willing to be patient, but you didn't see steady progress. If they would have flipped the way they played in December and January, I think it's an entirely different conversation where December seemed like, all right, they're figuring it out here. We know they, they were playing, you know, not the greatest teams, but they were winning by a larger margin. Not all the games were in the clutch. They were doing a better job defensively and rebounding. And those numbers we kept pointing to of since you moved Brooke Lopez close to the basket, 
those were no longer, hey, they're closer to 10th than they are 20th defensively. Those drifted back towards, man, this team is, is just around 20th season as a whole and with Brooke playing there. So I think it was the expectations and the lack of what they perceived to be the growth they were looking for. How much uh, input did Giannis have in this whole deal? I mean, John Horst was asked about that last night. And so he, he had told the media when he met with them that Giannis, and no player for that matter, had any input on the decision that was made um, yesterday or two days ago. But, um, I mean, Giannis was definitely consulted. It wasn't just Giannis, all players. Chris Middleton was a part of that as well. So uh, the organization has said we did seek the input of players and we wanted them to see what the fit was with Griff or whoever it was that we were hiring through the interview process. But in terms of the decision that was made on Monday, uh, John Horst said there was there was no input from other parties. This was a collective decision between he, the ownership group, Peter Fagan, and the rest of his front office that they made the call and they met with players over the phone, in person, through chat. And, and John Horst was at their shoot-around yesterday as well. Do not deliver the news then, but just to talk through it more. And as he said, um, tell the players, here's why we did it. Here's the next steps, and here's what we're looking for for the rest of the year. So, and and Justin, having listened to you last night, I, I know there's a couple of different layers to this, but what I found the most interesting, and you and Dave Kane talked a little bit on the broadcast about it as well. I guess my question is, what did they expect by hiring a first-time head coach to coach this team? And are they really – it's hard for me to understand why you would be surprised that there would be the struggles there were with the talent when you knew that it was a guy that didn't have any experience. I, and I remember you, you came on our show when we were going through this process and we talked about it left and right. I did not expect them to go with a guy who'd never been a head coach before. And so when they did that, I feel like this was always a possibility, and 43 games in, you know, it's not, I think he had a line last night about how, it's not like he hit his resume. It's not like they hired him thinking he was a long time, you know, he coached two teams to the finals. They knew what they were hiring. And so, is it surprising that it got to the point that it did for you? Because it's not surprising to me. The only thing that I'm surprised by is they pulled the plug when they did already. That's, um... That's the surprising part to me is despite all the, the conversations and the few that I talked to about this, I don't think as, as bad as things were, as, as bad as the optics were externally, I don't think most of us assumed they would actually do this because that's a pretty hard reset. And again, with the expectations that you have, the window that you have to approach this is really two years, anything we get above that, great you're kind of starting all over again and you're you're charting a different path which takes time and again time is not on your side here so that was the surprising part to me uh, and it was always the hesitation that you would have with a good head coach or with a an inexperienced head coach is you know maybe not this exactly but we didn't even see when he gets to the playoffs that was the bigger concern is going through those situations and adjusting on the fly and, and being a part of that atmosphere in the playoffs um, that was what made you raise an eyebrow. And, and you assumed with a veteran team and with the expectations, 
the names that were on the list of finalists, Nick Nurse has won a championship and has extensive head coaching experience, not just with the Raptors, in the G League, overseas. He did it everywhere. Kenny mm-hmm. Atkinson was a head coach and a longtime assistant. Adrian Griffin was never a head coach, not just in the NBA, not in college, not in the G League. He filled in for Nick Nurse a handful of times, but he had never worn the whistle before. So that was ultimately your reservation. And I think it's it's pretty clear, too, that was part of the organization wanting Joe Prunty and Terry Stotts on the staff, as these are two guys for you to learn from. Right. And when Terry Stotts left a week before the season started, that took away a pretty big resource. And I think it also made a lot of people raise an eyebrow of what is going on here. All right, last two things for you. One, Tausch asked you about the input aspect from the players, but what? how many weeks ago was it? It wasn't that long ago where after a game, Giannis was pretty outspoken. We have to have a plan. We don't know what we're doing yeah. defensively. Was that the start of this, or was this ball already rolling downhill? Um, well, I mean, it, it sounds like the start of this was sometime early December, right around the play-in tournament and the reports out there of uh, Doc Rivers being a consultant and consulting mm. with the team and Adrian Griffin was right First around time that hearing time. Of this. Uh, it, yeah, unconfirmed. I've, I've never heard of this either. Um, but the um, those comments that you mentioned, and that was the other thing, we heard it from Giannis more than once, um, that you know we have to be better. And to his point, and, and as John Horse was quick to clean up one of the questions asked yesterday as well, it wasn't just the coach that Giannis singled out and, and saying coaching needs to be better. He said players and everyone. But we heard it from Giannis a couple of different times. The big one was after that Rockets game. That's when he used that exact verbiage of we mm-hmm. need a plan, we need to be more organized at the end of games. And I think the, the most troubling part through all of this was probably – that weekend into the Monday because you had that loss in Houston where Giannis was outspoken for the second or third time in a couple of weeks, and you figured, okay, this team is is going to look differently and and respond in their next game. That next game was the game that they trailed the Jazz by 33 points at one point. So you you Mm -hmm. looked at it and said, what is going on here if even Giannis is calling this out and this team still looks this way? So I think it, it probably started to pick up sometime in December, and then you just saw these things along the way that gave you less confidence that this was going to turn around this year. It's And, and John Morse was quick to point out he has a strong belief that Adrian Griffin is going to be a good head coach in this league. That's he nice. just hasn't been through this before. And, just not know, for us. We unfortunately, we... <laughs> We, we we need you to be there now. Like yeah. I, I have no doubt there's potential here, but we can't. Uh, it's same with the draft. Like we're not drafting guys on potential in a window where we need to win a championship. Then why hire? We're trading those picks. Right, why somebody that's going to help that. us win now? Yep, that's very fair. It's a fair question. He was asked that. Horsty. He was asked. He was asked that a couple of times, and. Um, <laughs> What was the it, answer? It just kind of indicated. He's going to be well, a good coach someday. The, the, <laughs> he's going to be a good coach. They believed in him. Yeah. And just they, they kind of coach. indicated that things changed when they acquired Damian Lillard, that yeah. that just increased their expectations. All right, Justin, the most important question before you go. I heard you talking about how excited you were 
about your Dame Time watch that you got <laughs> yes. yesterday. Were you able to secure a second oh, watch this is for be, Mr. Uh, Dame Time himself, I Mark Tausch? I have one right here. Yes. Um, I just need to know where to send it overnight and uh, oh. care of, I would assume. Make him come get it. But, yeah. oh, Make him is... show up and beg for <laughs> it. Yeah, bring him to the shoe uh, museum and have him come. <laughs> Maybe he'll borrow a book from your bookshelf. Well, what size shoe are there? you? JG, what size shoe? Uh, I... Uh, it's rather embarrassing because people make fun of me for small feet, but nine and a half. It's a very normal size shoe. Jelly, what size shoe are you? Uh-oh. Nine and a half. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> you guys can well, share your shoe with us. It's fine size of shoe. I don't know if that's the company I want that to be keeping. didn't help you <laughs> at all. Look at us, JG. Uh, me and you, buddy. Best friends. Best friends. JG. Oh, there. The, oh, the look the at that. I cannot watch. wait. We're excited. Oh, I'm very excited. JG, you're the best. We appreciate you, our friend. Have a great one. All right. See you guys. Tausch, it's you such should a be weird deal. That whole this whole deal is yes. just so weird. Very you think you'd be a good coach down the road. Oh, okay. Oh. You think the Dollar Dame thing is really what swung this thing? So he was obviously hired before the trade. Right? He was. Yeah. They hired the wrong. I mean, uh, I, maybe he will be a good coach someday, right? Maybe he'll learn from forty-three games, and he'll get more experience, and he'll go somewhere else, and he'll have success. But uh, that's a nice thing to say. You didn't want him. That's really why that, you fired. It's not really that nice of a thing to say. Uh, most importantly, the nicest thing we heard is that he has your watch. Oh. You should be cracking open a Coors Light and celebration right this very second. Uh, I should, and I will be when I get that on my wrist. I can just imagine. Having that course with my Dalla Dame watch, brewed with a three-step cold process, cold lager, cold filtered, and it's cold packaged, so it's made to chill. Born in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado in 1978, Coors Light is refreshing. It's crisp, and it's only 102 calories. That's why it is Coors Light in my hand when I need a moment to chill. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, a Golden, Colorado. All right, let's play some trivia. Double trivia. Wisconsin Geography Trivia Thursday. Long week. <laughs> You're telling me. Caller 5 and caller 10. Caller 5 and caller 10. 844-770-3776. 844-770-3776. We will play next. It's Will Dean Tausch.